0: Welcome to another episode of Living Life podcast where we have conversations about faith, family and life. And today we're talking about the subject of forgiveness. Do you have someone in your life that you struggle to forgive? You know, why should we choose forgiveness? I'm Ryan Brooks and I'm here with my dad Boyd Brooks and we're going to be talking about the subject of forgiveness.
1: So I am super excited to be able to talk about the first principle in the list of 20 that we are going to be talking about in these podcasts. And today we're talking about the principle of forgiveness. And I really want to start with the life of Joseph. I've chosen people out of the Bible that exemplify each principle. And Joseph exemplifies forgiveness as much as any person I've ever seen. He is sold into slavery and God blesses him. The ev- first evidence of forgiveness in his life is that God blesses him and prospers him. God doesn't really bless people who harbor resentment and hatred and refuse to forgive people. Amazingly, God exalts uh, Joseph from the slave that he was all the way to a position of enormous responsibility, prime minister of Egypt, and he meets his brothers. 15 years later after he had been sold into slavery. When Joseph reveals himself to his brothers, it's one of the most emotional, intimate moments found in the Bible. But before he revealed himself to his brothers, they came to him in a time of famine uh, wanting food because everyone went to Egypt. Egypt had the food, and that's because of Joseph's uh, wisdom that God gave him. Joseph recognized them. They couldn't recognize him and he wanted to test them. He had to test them to see if they had changed. Were they still capable of betrayal and the deplorable acts they had done, even to him? So he accused them of being spies. In response, they told their story. No, we're we're twelve sons, and and here's ten of us. You ten of us are here. Our uh, we lost one brother, and our baby brother is back at home. Joseph allows them to get their the grain to take home. But he says, you can't come back for more food unless you bring that younger brother with you. And just so that I know you're telling me the truth, I'm going to keep one of your brothers here, Simon. So they go home. They have trouble convincing their dad that they, they need to go back and they take Benjamin. He doesn't want to like, go. Benjamin he lost one son. He doesn't want to try to lose another one. But there's no way to get food. They finally return with Benjamin. And now Joseph zeroes in on, on his brothers. When they arrive, he prepares this incredible lunch at his home. All the brothers are seated by their ages, and they're puzzled, of course, how would anybody know that? And Benjamin has served five times the amount of all the others. Joseph is zeroing in on their reaction to Benjamin. Finally, the next morning, they leave. They've got everything they need, and they're on their way back. And then on the road... Joseph's servants stop them and say, we have a problem. Someone stole my master's silver cup and we're searching everyone so we need to search you. Joseph's brothers are just completely confident they're not going to find it among them, so they say, look, search us. I mean who you? you find the cup you know in one of our bags you know kill that person and the rest of us will be your slaves. So you can imagine how surprised they were when they find the cup in Joseph's bag. They are distraught, they're brought back. And Joseph says, you know how we're going to settle this? The rest of you can go home, but this, this younger brother here who, who stole my cup, he's, uh, he's staying here. He's not going home. Judah steps up, and he insists that let, the, let all of them go, let the, the baby brother Benjamin go. He will give his life. They pass the test. The brothers pass the test. And then this intimate moment where Joseph reveals himself to his brothers. He sends everyone out. Joseph weeps. He, 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 he hugs their necks. And he says, I am Joseph, the one that you sold into slavery, and God brought me here to prepare the way. That's what forgiveness does. It brings intimacy. It brings connection. This is a wonderful gift that God Has given us. And Joseph sums up his life in terms of forgiveness. When he named his first son, he named him Manasseh, and the definition of of Manasseh is, God made me forget all the trouble of my father's house. Joseph didn't have amnesia, he didn't forget all the events, He forgot the resentment, the hurt, the desire to get even, that's what forgiveness did. And when he named his second son, he named him Ephraim, which means God made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. And that's what forgiveness does. It's just a wonderful story. Joseph gives us so much evidence of forgiveness when that intimate moment of uh, Joseph revealing himself to his brothers, none of the servants, no one in Egypt knew that Joseph had 12 brothers. If he had been an unforgiving person, he would have told that story a thousand times of how he'd been betrayed. But because he was forgiven, he had no story to tell about hatred. And, and I think that this principle is the place to start. We need forgiveness. And if you need forgiveness today, I want to encourage you, to allow God to help you forgive the very person who has hurt you. Whether they are asking for forgiveness or not, we need forgiveness, because this is a principle to live your life by.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great story. It's probably one of my favorite stories in the Bible. And I, th- I think when you were talking about this in your sermon uh, on forgiveness, you mentioned that forgiveness comes in a lot of different ways. And, and not, a lot of times when you think of forgiveness, you think, oh, it's, it's this really serious issue, you know, that I have with somebody, and I gotta which is, is true, you do need to forgive. But uh, I had a situation recently that I needed to apply the principle of forgiveness in a very simple everyday life moment. Uh, you know, I was I was driving, and I think you mentioned this in your sermon, but I was driving, and you know, you sometimes you, you see those people with road rage, you know, they cut you off, <laughs> and it's just like, man, my blood just rises, you know, it rises. But so I had this. I've had several moments. I hate to say that, but I had a moment recently where I was driving. and I got frustrated. All, my whole family was in the car, and we were driving to the store. So I dropped my wife off. She was just going to run in and get something really quick. And I had my daughter and my son in the back, and I was still kind of frustrated. I, you could, you probably could hear me, you know, sighing like, you know, all this kind of stuff. And so we're sitting in the parking lot, and my daughter, she recognized that I was frustrated at that person. year old, three year old daughter. Yeah, three year old. And she's like, hey, what what's the matter, Daddy? And I was like, oh, I'm just frustrated, you know. And uh, I was kind of still probably, you know, sighing a lot. And she says, I'll pray for you, you know. And that may not seem like a big a situation or a big deal, but I think forgiveness comes in just even people you maybe you don't meet Absolutely. face-to-face, you know, you and how you respond to those situations. And that, that can humble you real quick, just a three-year-old recognizing, hey, something's not right, but and they're willing to pray for you. So, it's a great,
1: it's a great illustration because forgiveness is something that we use every single day, even in just the unexpected that happens in our life.
0: Yeah, we're going to try to wrap this podcast up today, but as always, thanks for listening to Living Life. And if you're watching this or listening to it, just be sure to click the notifications and subscribe. Whatever you got to do, that way you can catch the next episode when we put it up. And uh, if you like what we're doing, give us a thumbs up on the video. And we'll see you again next time. Responsive Parenting, Principles for Raising Connected and Healthy Kids by Boyd Brooks. Available at boydbrooks.com.